What's going on? Tampa Mystic out here in ATL, the Hype 87.3. What's going on with you? Not much. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. You know, blessed, highly favored, no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, listen, we got, is it Babo Baker? Am I saying that right? Yeah, it's Babo Baker. That's what I'm talking about. We got Babo Baker checking in. You checking in from Jackson? Uh, I'm actually, I just got off the plane in New Jersey, right? Like, literally. Oh, okay. Literally. I'm about to park right now. Oh, you Perfect road running. Time. You road running. Okay. <laughs> Perfect time. Nah, that's dope, man. Um, But do you reside in Tennessee, though? Yeah, I'm from New Jersey, but I live in Jackson, Tennessee. Got you. Understood. Okay, so we got that cleared up. So you're originally from New Jersey. You're back out there. You you visiting family? Yeah. That's well, what I'm talking about. Right now. Okay, that's dope, man. Um, what took you to Jackson, Tennessee? Um, my mom used to live in Jackson, Tennessee. Um, and I had got custody of my son, and we just had to change some things up. Yeah, understood. Most definitely, that's what life is about. You know, doing what's best for you and your family, and if that means moving to Jackson, Tennessee, then that's what it is. <laughs> So let's talk about your music. I know that you uh you were involved in, you know, music and you've been in the business for a little minute, so people gotta understand your journey. We got this record called Trenches that we're gonna go ahead and check out tonight. Um when did music become that passion for you? Say that one more time. When did uh music become a passion for you? Uh a passion? I always grew up around music, like my dad was in church and all that stuff. Yeah. Um my cousin the singer Jaheen. Um, I always was around music. I just, one day I was just, my sister, she could sing real good. Probably about, probably about 17, 18. I just picked up a pen one day. And when I got that shy bone out my body, I let everybody hear it. They were feeling it. And it just, it was over after that. That's dope. That's dope. Now, are you talking about Jaheem? Put that woman first, Jaheem? Yes, ma'am. Dope. Okay. <laughs> That's dope. I came from an era of where like, late 90s early 2000s had a heavy influence on me as far as music and i've always been a lover of r&b music and i know that jaheen came out like i would say in that early 2000 eras and definitely you know was put music out for a very long time so that's dope that you have you know somebody like that in your family which is a great motivation because it lets you know that success can definitely happen within this music business yes you're right about that one man i've seen, I've seen it happen that I was, is well, I was the, younger when it happened, but I've seen it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The music business has most certainly changed because back then they didn't have social media. They didn't have the digital platforms. It was really they had to get out there in the streets and, you know. Work. It was crazy. I, not to cut you off, I just had this conversation. Do you know how you know how powerful Tupac was? Yeah. He wasn't in the social media area. The world knew Tupac. Right? That's right. And he was only like 24. That's right. That's wow. It is. It's it's insane. And it also it speaks a lot for him as a person, his character. Um anybody that really came pre-social media that was able to make that household name, the greats, of course, Michael Jackson and so many others, it lets you know that they really put that work in. And and it's funny because you said you just talked about it. I also just made a post the other day on Instagram saying that you have to put your music out like social media doesn't exist because that's how you're going to gain that really organic fan base is, is really building it in the streets. And that's, I seen VBS on your show last week. Uh, what, 
two weeks ago. Yeah, shout out to VVS. And that's what he got us doing. That's what he got us doing. He got us doing a lot of uh, street work, promo yeah. runs and stuff like that. I think that is dope. Let's talk about that. Do you enjoy like being out there and moving around and networking, you know, meeting new fans and new supporters? Yeah, I mean, because it's, 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 it's actually dope when you like, when people actually like, all right, I'm going to take a listen. You give them like one of your uh, QR codes, they scan it and all that stuff. Yeah. Give them a flyer. And then, you know, like, like, but our QR codes, when you scan it, and all our social media pop up. So now you're getting all these flower, flower followers, and then you see that they face like, I just, I just gave them this, like, they actually scanned it. So it's dope. The, um, to go back to the essence of hip hop and do the groundwork. Like. Absolutely. And we, in this generation, we have to make things as easy as possible because. I don't know. This young generation has a short attention span, <laughs> so having those QR codes are a fantastic idea because it allows them to just boom. Everybody has their phone in their hand at all times when they're out moving around, right? Yeah. So that's dope that you definitely um, have those QR codes. Now, do you have like a your own studio set up at your house where you can record, or do you are you always inside of a? I know VBS has his studio. Is that where you're recording at? I'm always with VVS. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That's dope. I, yeah. I always record with VVS. How did you and him he I, link I up? Home. Um, I, when I moved to, I used to visit Jackson because my mom lived there. Yeah. Like growing up. And, but when I first moved, like when I moved, like for real moved to Jackson, it was like, I was ready to do a project. Yeah. My, my first mixtape was called Cassette Tape. That's dope. And I was ready. Yeah, I was ready to do a project. And I was going to all these studios just trying to find the right sound and a lot of disappointment, a lot of money spent. And I knew him, but he was like back and forth between Jackson and Nashville. Yeah. And he happened to come back. And when he came back, he had his studio, Righteous Sound. And it was on and popping. Now we were on the third mixtape right now. That is dope. That is really dope. So, do you have like a recording set up at the house? You said no. You do all everything at his studio. Nah, I just I sit at home. I don't even write no more. Okay. I just go home and I, when I come up with a song, I piece it, piece it, piece it. And when I got it memorized and ready, that's when I book the studio time and I just keep going like that. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's dope. Everybody has their own style. When it comes to the creative process and you have to find what works for you and roll with it. Um, who's engineering your music for you? Um, VBS and Ashton Ray. Okay. Yeah, I, I did have the opportunity to meet Ashton Ray while he was here with VBS. So that was really dope. And I'm hoping I get a chance to meet you at some point. I know you be busy. You're on the move. You road running and traveling. But, you know, when you come to it, the ATL, we definitely got to do this in person. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. So let's I talk. Was, um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you right go ahead. You go right ahead. I was supposed to be there when they came, but it was my baby birthday. Listen, okay. I understand. Family is always going to come first, always, especially when it comes to the kids' birthdays. That's something so special. Right. You can't miss out on that. I know I'm a mother, my, even though my son's an adult now, but still, like, <laughs> I totally understand. So happy birthday to your baby for sure. Absolutely. So let's talk about, you know, out of all the records that you've put out, you know, over the years, what's the what's the most personal one to you? 
most personal one? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I would say, I would say it's one called lyrical poetry. I kind of, I kind of dug deep in that one. Yeah. I dug deep in that one. Break it down like for us. Um, it's just talking about seeing one of my friends die when I was 13. My parents on drugs and stuff like that. Like it got deep. It got real deep. First Damn. time I went, it was in the, First time I was in the back of a cop car, how scared I was and all that stuff. Yeah. It definitely sounds like it's extremely personal. It explains like all the trials that you've been through. Yeah. But you're still standing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Whoever's listening, my name is Babel Baker. Lyrical Poetry is a video on YouTube. It's also streamed on all platforms. I'm going to definitely check it out. It sounds like it's very personal. And I like music like that because... It's the type of music that people can resonate with because we've all lost somebody close to us. Maybe we haven't all experienced, you know, like a family member, like you said, on on drugs or incarceration or anything. However, we all go through trials and tribulations. So it's like when we hear that, not that we're happy that other people go through it, but it's kind of a little bit of peace of mind for us knowing that we're not alone. We're not the only one going through it. Right, right. And that's kind of that's that's my lane. I'm more of a uh, I'm more of a, a lyricist, uh, concept music. Like, yeah. But living in the south, I'm trying to I'm trying to tap in to the, <laughs> the sound a little bit. Yeah, because you know, coming it's, from it's Jersey, kind of, it's a different sound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's giving me a little versatility, like you know, trying to combine them both. So it'll make me sharper. Yeah. That's dope. I love it. I'm loving it. So, you know, uh, in the area that you, you're staying in, what's the music scene like for independent artists? Is there, you know, artist showcases, networking events, opportunities for artists to get involved? Infinity? Yes. Um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty much, you got to go out to Memphis and then come back in Jackson because Jackson is kind of, it's small. It's kind of like, like it's overshadowed like so Memphis has all the showcases I mean you have your nightclubs and stuff but you know you got your typical artists that yeah. perform there so it's really you just gotta where we live at it's not really too much opportunities a lot of dope artists in Jackson a lot yeah but you gotta you gotta, you gotta get away with, with a real opportunities is that right a lot of times it's about creating your own opportunities for sure yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, most right about that. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, you know, also through your journey in this music business, you know, it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to take in, and it's one of those types of businesses that will never, I believe, know everything about it because there's always new stuff with the technology and the digital platforms. Um, but throughout your journey in music, what would you say is like the best piece of advice that you've been given? The best advice I could give? No, the best piece of uh, advice that someone gave you. That somebody gave me? Yeah, about um, the music business. Um, Do your research. Know what you're doing. Like, um, don't just take everybody's word because this it's a it's a grimy business. Like, it is. Um, And just keep going. Like, you got to put in a lot of work. Like, it's just not going to come. Like, you're you talented, but you got to really put in the work. Mm. 
that was a great piece of advice that you received because that's the facts. <laughs> Most definitely. Now, would that be the piece of advice that you would offer somebody else or do you have something more that you could give? Um, I would just tell somebody, just believe in yourself, man. Like, don't give up. Pick God first. Have a plan, a direction. And you got to attack it. You yeah. got to attack it. You're going to have setbacks, but you got to keep going. Because you could be giving up at the wrong time. Man, that is true. You could be right there. Like, right there at that point of making it. And then that's when you give up. And you're like, dang, all this hard work for what? Uh, and... The last piece of advice I would get. I just heard this the other day. Nope, they didn't say it to me, but I heard it. It's not about how fast you're going to your destination. As long as you're going in the right direction. Mm, that's another good one right there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. Let's let's dive into that a little bit deeper. And, and this could be just your opinion. How do you think that somebody knows when they're going in the right direction? Um, in the music business, yes. Um, uh, example, like if I go into the like now, being with BBS and Righteous and stuff like that, I can't just go in a store like looking crazy because it'd be somebody like, "Oh, let me get a picture of Mabel Bakery." Like <laughs> that, that shows me I'm going in the right direction. Like it's growing. It might not be, it might not be a rough like I. You know, people can't go into stores no more. It ain't at that point, but I know I'm going in the right direction where somebody always notices me. That's an amazing feeling, too. That lets you know absolutely 100% that you're doing the right thing and you're going in the right direction. Man, that's amazing. That's that's a humbling experience, right? Yeah, it'd be cool when it happens in front of my son and he'd be like, <laughs> my dad is famous they want autographs they want photos <laughs> that is dope how old is your son he's 13 okay so it's bigger yeah. than you when you have kids especially when they start getting into the teenage years you have to really like you don't want to be overbearing but you know you know how it is you know how it is the parent like when they're in the yeah. teenage years it's critical especially having a little boy a young man i should say being heavily involved in everything he has going on. You are. You are. Does he aspire to do music as well? One day he shocked me. One day he started freestyling. And <laughs> was like, wow, but you don't, you don't really take it. You would think he would take it a different way with me being his dad, but he just, he played with it sometimes. But it's in him. But, you know, I ain't. He's still young. He's still young. He a brand new teenager. Yeah. Yeah. At that age. Yeah. They be thinking about playing the video games and maybe sports and stuff like that. And, and that's dope. And maybe later on. it'll. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was my son. Sports and video games. <laughs> Which I was cool with that because you know where they're at. You know, they're not out in the streets doing something they shouldn't be doing. That's a fact. So what was the very first project that you released? What was the title of it? Cassette tape. Oh, that was cassette tape was the very first one. I like that title too. That's really dope because I I came from a cassette tape era. I'm an OG. So why did you decide to name it that? Um I when I when I when I started taking music series, I got to about like four or five songs. And I was like, oh, I could come out with a project. Mm. But I kept beating my head. Like, I don't know what to name it. I don't know <laughs> what to name it. And I just kept beating it over my head, trying to figure it out. 
and I was watching uh Brown Sugar, the, the movie. Yeah. And when they said the word cassette tape, I was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I do a lot of, I'm from New Jersey. I do a lot of remixes. You know, like, you know how we do up north? Like, it just was perfect. Like, cassette tape. You know, it's going to be some remixes on here and all that stuff. I love it. That do- The title is very, very dope and unique. I don't know anybody else that's ever come out with a project uh, titled that. Um, how long ago did you release that one? Uh, cassette tape one? Uh, woo Probably about five years ago. Okay. Okay. And then how many follow-ups do you have? Uh, cassette tape one, cassette tape two, and three about to drop. Okay. That is dope. I like that you've actually turned it into like a series, uh, which mm-hmm. means that it's... Oh, yes. It's getting recognition. <laughs> so the third installment is in the works or is it already finalized but not released? It's... it's- it just all it needs is like a, a run through, make sure ain't nothing wrong, and that's it. Okay. How many it's, songs are we going to anticipate? Uh, fourteen. Okay, that's a nice project. Fourteen. So let let's let's talk about this. So is it called cassette tape three or part three? What's the exact title? Cassette tape three. Okay, so cassette tape three. I want to make sure I was doing it justice, saying it right. So cassette tape three. 14 tracks is there an anticipated release date or a time frame no me and vdvs trying to we're trying to pick, pick something to that right now yeah like we just trying to figure out when the right time to actually drop it absolutely that's that's important you know and that's good that your team is consulting with you on that and figuring everything out um all 14 songs that are on this project did you make them specifically for cassette tape three or did you already have a few that was recorded and you decided to put them on there? Yeah, I, I had a few. I had a few that I didn't even necessarily have on there on the list. But then once I, once I sat down and listened to them, I was like, I ain't famous. Why I'm wasting music? <laughs> Might as well load it up. Yeah, for sure. It's it's on your terms. You release it how you want to. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not famous, so it's like, what am I sitting on music for? Right, understood. You got to keep throwing them out there because eventually one of them's going to stick and take you to that next yeah. level. And it's that one song that you would have left off there. Right. You just ain't think nothing of it. Right, absolutely. I heard Nicki Minaj say the, the song she hates the most blew her up. That happens. I hear that a lot with artists. They say that their most popular record is one that they weren't going to put out. And you don't ever want to have that shoulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> so you just got to throw them out there, you know, and and see what they what it does. Um, so that's in the works. You know, like you said, pretty much finalized, maybe just touch-ups here and there. Uh, so we can anticipate that, I would imagine, maybe summertime, fall, somewhere in there. Summer. summer. And when I drop it, I'm going to come see you in person. Yeah, there you go. Let's We could do like a little uh, virtual listening session or something. I would enjoy that. Yeah, I'm going to come see you in person right before it drops. That would be dope, man. So for anybody that's, you know, tuning in and hearing Babo Baker for the first time, what would you say makes your music unique? Like what makes it stand out from all the other artists that are out there right now? Um, it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's, it's uh, a lot of content. You could, you could visualize it before you watch the video. Yeah. You'll get a better understanding of the way I was raised and stuff people go through. 
I mean, you can never deny what you've been through. So people like to hear it. You're not going. 85% of my music, you're not going to play going to the club, but you're going to want to listen to it because I'm a lyricist and it's, it's catchy. That's dope, though, because we really need all types of artists. We need ones that are making that club bangers, and then we need people who are making pain music, and then we need people who are making stuff for the ladies, and so on and so on. So, you know, I think that's dope that you are putting out the music that feels right for you. Right. You know, I tap into other lanes. I'm versatile. I, yeah. I, I, got, I got women's songs and, you know, the gangster songs like everybody <laughs> else. My main lane is pain music. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. That's, that's dope, though, that you're open to, uh, you know, like you said, tapping into other stuff as well, because I think it's important, too, as an artist to be versatile. It's like, you know what you love, you know the sound that you like, but you're also open to experimenting and putting out other type of records as well, because right. that might be one of the ones that take off for you. <laughs> so, right. So, right. so over the years of you doing music, how has your sound evolved? Um just a lot of a lot of confidence when i hear like the first songs it'd be like "Ooh, my flow has changed <laughs> um just a lot of confidence a lot of flavor and just i'm way more confident now like i used to uh for anybody that's listening any artists that's listening memorize your lines like <laughs> reading off a paper takes away from your delivery <laughs> but remember your lines before you record yourself because it if you can remember what's next it helps you deliver it more confident and clearer. And I, that comes with experience. Yeah, I would have to agree on that. I've been in a lot of studio sessions and it's like, that's why when I do my interviews, I freestyle them. I don't have like a script because I don't want it to seem scripted. And I think it's probably the same with your music. If you're sitting there reading off your phone, you're not going to be able to deliver it and put that emotion into it because you're too busy concentrating on getting the words right. <laughs> right. Right. It's like a Tubi actor. <laughs> he said a Tubi. <laughs> you know how we sound like they read? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny because it yeah, all the all the the d-list movies end up on too <laughs> there's some there's some <laughs> decent ones on there but like the super indie movies you're absolutely right i, I crack up because you're right <laughs> right it always sound like they're reading like yes exactly exactly and that just you know it takes away from the feeling like people want to feel it they want that emotion they want to know that like what you were feeling when you actually recorded that record Right. Yep. So we got this record yep. called Trenches. Um, we're about to check it out. And uh, who uh, who's the feature on this one? Is it HBE Nardo? HBE Nardo. Okay. HBE Nardo. Shout out to HBE Nardo. Where's Where's this artist from? He's from Bolivar, Tennessee. Okay. It's it's right it's right it's right around Jackson. Got you. He's from Bolivar, Tennessee. So anybody on anybody listening, <laughs> go check out HBE Nardo. I know that's Shout right. I know that's right. And shout out to you for shouting him out because a lot of artists don't like to do that. You know what I'm saying? They want all the shine and attention on them. So again, that speaks that speaks of your your character as well. You know what I'm saying? Like in I, I think that's important. How did you and he link up? Was this record originally just you and you added him later or did you do it together out the now, gate? What happened was I recorded it with VVS. I I record all my music with VVS and he was like you know, I got the right person for this record. You know, if you want somebody on there. 
And when he said his name, I already knew Nardo, but when he said his name, I'm like, you right. Cut that up. And we came back with it and we shot a video to it. And that's the song everybody identified me with. Man, that is dope. Is there a visual out for it? Yeah, it's on YouTube. What is is your YouTube under Babo Baker? Babo Baker, yep. Yeah. Dope. So we about B-A-Y-B-O. B-O, yeah. <laughs> How did before we get into the record? I, I do want to ask Babo Baker. Um, is Babo your government? Nah. Is no, it like a, uh, in conjunction with your government? <laughs> uh, uh-uh. it, 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 it ain't nothing special to it. My cousin, he country. He <laughs> lived in Tennessee. I lived in New Jersey, and he called me Babo one day in front of people, and it, they just never stopped. <laughs> and now I live where they say the word Babo at. Okay. That is yeah. dope. I like it because it's different. It is catchy. Yeah. Babo. That's Babo Baker over there. It sounds like a superstar. <laughs> yeah. That is catchy. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, before we get into the record, a couple things we absolutely need to do. Make sure everybody knows where they can follow you at on all your social platforms. Uh, Again, on all social media platforms, it's Babo Baker. B-A-Y-B-O Baker. Uh, the same on everything. Babo Baker. Instagram, YouTube, everything. Bet. Absolutely. Apple Music, everything. Make sure y'all go check out the videos as well. Babo Baker on uh, YouTube. <laughs> I just want to give out one more shout out. Of course. I no, I, that's that was going to be my next question. Any shout outs that you have? That now is your time. Um. Yeah, I want to shout out to all my family and friends in Atlanta that's listening. Um. And a huge shout out to VVS because he just opening up doors for me and everybody else that's on right. Just shout out to the rest of the team. But I do want to give a shout out to VVS and I appreciate what he do for me and everybody else. Man, absolutely. He's so solid. I've known VVS for years. And just quick backstory, I had came to Tennessee, Nashville. Um, my son was in the military. He was stationed at um, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And uh, we decided to meet in Nashville for Christmas but I had some time to kill. So I hit up VVS and VVS came out there and he showed me around, told me where I needed to go. He was like slick my tour guide. And I was like, little things like that go a long way with me because he didn't have to take the time to do that. Right. Right. You know, and on that, that's on the personal side and on the business side, he's just a phenomenal, like it's always been good business with him. So yeah, definitely shout out to VVS. That's a smart man. That's a smart man. Yeah. Yeah. We had a phenomenal interview. Um, he's, I see he's been posting the clips all week. I love it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is dope, man. Um, anything else you want to make sure that anybody that's tuned in or may hear this later that you want to, uh, you know, let them know about what Babo Baker has going on that we did not cover. Oh, just, just look me up. Just hear me out. Just, if you hear me out, you're going to like what you hear. Set tape, Babo Baker on all platforms. All, two great projects and the third one's about to follow it. Well, we definitely are anticipating. I'm going to have to make sure I go check out the first two. That way I get a, a feel for it before the third one comes out. <laughs> right. And I'm coming to see you. Hold me to that. Please. Please. I would love that. Um, are you familiar with OG Bigger Rankin? 
I just heard that name. I think VVS must have said it or something. I just heard that. Yeah, that's my business partner. He's like, man, I don't even want to get into it because it could, I could, it could take all day for me to tell you about what he's got going on. But Bigger Rankin's like one of the biggest OGs in the business. But he and I, we are studio spaces together. You know, we're business partners. So definitely, when you come out, um, it would be great for you to meet him as well because he's like a legend in this business. So I always like to make sure people get to meet him while they're out here as well. Right, right. I'm with it. Let's I'm go ready. ahead and get into this record, though. It's called Trenches. Who produced this one? Um, what's his name? I, I can't even lie to you right now. I can't even think of it right now. That's okay. It's all good. We gonna we we can come back to that on the next interview. That just gives you a reason to, to come and visit. <laughs> it will. It was right on the tip of my tongue. It will. Okay, okay, dope. That's what's up, man. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, like you said, you're traveling, you're doing your thing. So thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. We definitely anticipate Cassette Tape 3 coming out around summertime. Babo Baker on the check-in. Go ahead and uh, introduce the record. All right. First of all, thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Um, it's Babo Baker, future HBE Nardo Trenches. Absolutely. Let's get it. I said the trenches uh -huh. growing in the ghetto Get bougie, they don't even say hello nah. Don't pay the lights to the note, turn yellow Still through it all, try to be a good fellow The trenches, uh -huh. growing in the ghetto With gang banging like they trying to win the medal hey. Somebody praying for you, homie, don't settle Still through it all, try to be a good fellow I said, somebody talk to him, uh -huh. somebody walk with him walk He with ain't him. the op, pray for him till the Lord get him And after that, memories, yeah, we all miss him I pray my mama never identified a victim never. It's a fact, fact. things get deep with if a went to college, but he studied the streets. What if a was a scientist, but he rapping no beats? What if he know how to flip it by the end of the week? I'm talking, I'm talking pain. You ever been a victim? Lights off different, growing in them trenches. Grandma crib, uncle on the couch, drunk tripping. Shortcut dirt path, hole in them fences. Jimmy buckets, how they play with the heat. Everything that I've done has led me back to the streets. I could go get a job, but it's gonna take weeks for my first check, homie. But my kids gotta eat. That's a fact. fact. Ain't no taking it back uh -huh. Jersey boy Ruckus baby headed straight to the rack Like, like I'm trying to get my life on tack Say a lot of one time for the bums in the back uh -huh. The trenches uh -huh. Growing in the ghetto with Get bougie, they don't even say hello nah. Don't pay the lights to the note, turn yellow Still through it all, try to be a good fellow The trenches uh -huh. Growing in the ghetto with Gang banging like they trying to win the medal. Hey. Somebody praying for you. Hey, I home. feel you, baby. Don't settle. I can't do it all. Try to be name. a good fellow. Been down so long trying to see what up look like. I ain't second guessing. Cause I don't want it if it don't look right. This life is like a gamble and niggas shoot with crooked dice. I'm trying to lead the trench and move to the hill, live the good life. Oh, man, one not the posse. I'm the dude that you don't cook twice. I started at the bottom before I know it. I done took flight. Old me, trying not to go back to the old me. I ain't true this lifestyle, but this lifestyle is what told me. Kept it real. Then they cross me up like Kobe. These 
to show me, they made a cold me I broke up to my knee, got me praying and crying And I know my time coming, I'm just praying I sign Lost nigga, wish I could turn back the hands of time Front line with this iron, ain't no plan, I'm fine Air shot, like I'm trying to win a championship ring I ain't selfish, just won't be part of the championship team All my life, I've been looking for a way up out of the trenches Hoping Ray don't forgive me In the ghetto, we'll get bougie, they don't even say hello. Nah, don't pay the lights to the note, turn yellow. Still do it all, try to be a good fellow. Through trenches, uh huh, growing in the ghetto. With gang banging like they trying to win the medal. Hey. Somebody praying for you, homie, don't settle. Still do it all, try to be a good fellow.